The Bible says whatsoever thing is written before time. So I want to talk to you tonight and lead you into the spirit of prayer and supplication. So I'm just going to talk to you tonight and then we're going to worship. I'll take as long as it takes depending on the move of the spirit. That's why I said I don't like preaching on YouTube. It's like marketplace. YouTube is for, you know, those jet service, church and all that. That's YouTube. I don't want to be revealing the secret of my warfare to nations. I, I mean, to people who just, you click on YouTube to be entertained. You laugh, you gossip, you abuse, you disabuse, you do stuff. But I also understand that there are private settings and that's what I'm aiming for. So they will begin to tune into those private settings eventually. Um, otherwise, I, there are just things I won't talk about. That's uh, an entertainment platform. I, I say, well, but churches are there wanting many people to watch them. That's their job. That's not mine. <laughs> they, should, they can compete with the comedians, you know, and the, and the drakes and stuff like that and get paid. So well, if you get one billion views, they pay you stuff. Yeah. So they came to the world to do. Um, but tonight, so again, God to now edit few things but still speak to you believing that there are languages that are meant for us and you've heard me over time so you will understand by the spirit what I'm trying to say so they are coded in languages why so that you can understand for to you it is given to understand the mystery the short mouth mysterion of the kingdom the ownership the rulership of God this message in court, I mean, this message in brief, everything we've been saying is kingdom, God's dominion on earth. When we talk about nation taking or nation building, all, God told me to be clear to you, to tell you that what it just means is that you're in a position to influence the policies of a nation. Either as the forerunner man or the one in the forefront or one that as the hears of the one who is the face of that nation. And so if you are not the, let's say chairman is the banking, not chairman and stuff are just decorative, isn't it? Let's say whatever, whatever is big in each company, I guess each company is different from the other. Um, whoever makes the decision to hire and to fire, Whoever makes decisions that can affect the life of 70, 80, 90,000 people or 1 billion people depending on the measure of grace that God has given you. God told me to tell you he has raised you to be the one to influence such decision. Example, Hester and Ahasuerus. Another example is Moses himself. You know, Moses was not the leader of a nation. What Moses wanted to do is to tell the leader, let my people go. And then when this guy was stubborn enough, God began to use Moses to wrought wonders. And so when we talk about taking nations, I think we begin to, 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 to simplify it. And when God says, ask of me the nations... And I'll give you the ends of the earth as an inheritance. He's saying, can you be daring enough? And can you feel worthy enough to ask to be the influential person in the decision making of people's outcome? 
is that too big for God to ask you to ask? Because what people just want to do is say, God, you know, thought they out of someone to favor me. God says, can I find a people who are willing to be the one to favor the someones? And so we're not condemning the prayer of Christians anymore. We're just saying, don't worry, I'm the answer to all the prayer you've been praying. Because we cannot all be within a four wall or the four wall of a place and be asking that somebody somewhere favors us. Some of us need to go and then answer those prayers. That's what taking nation means. That's what, and then when you take, then the next word you will hear a lot about in Spark Nation will be building nation. So when you take that nation, what you will then do is that you raise many people to take to build it. People will begin to walk in your mindset now why is this important because you will continuously face the obstacle of your mindset that would always tell you you know people just pray for blessings to happen to them tell them that some of us pray to be the blessing so we are actually taking the nation and building nation is actually positioning ourselves to be the one who blesses to be the answer to the prayer of the masses are you listening to me tonight? So it is imperative, it is compulsory that you take nation, otherwise those prayers will not be answered. So if the Jewish nation will not be destroyed, God needed to place an Esther. Esther has to be in the palace of Ahasuerus, otherwise they will be annihilated, they will be wiped off. And so when God takes the 1% or the less than 1%, the nation family, when God takes you and sets you aside, there is a call over your life. And that means that every other smaller prayer will not work because it's not just in line with the will of God. Remember that the one who intercedes for us prays according to the will of God, not according to your will. You won't have faith. That's why you will doubt when you've even prayed. Now you will not doubt when you hear the will of God because the faith of Jesus and the faith of the Holy Spirit is what is working. It moves. So the faith of Jesus because he intercedes, Romans chapter 8, he intercedes for us according to the will of God. Now, once their faith is in motion, God moves on their faith because I'm sure you don't think Jesus is doubting, right? I'm sure you don't think that the Holy Spirit is doubting so sometimes when I find myself in position of doubt I trust their faith for the Bible says for the just shall live by his faith the faith of Christ are you listening to me tonight so he has faith so sometimes and most times what I need to understand is what he prays for me so now um, Paul the Apostle now brings that down to our level and tells us do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind because if you're not transformed by the renewing of your mind you will not understand what is that perfect and acceptable will of God these things will be too big for your imagination why because you've conformed to the world if we say you're going to make decisions for one billion people who bank for you yourself that's like oh man me how but you see the moment you're asking how you're conformed that's why you're asking how how do you get out of how you now get into the word and be transformed by the renewing of your mind so the renewing there is the setting of your mind renewing there is not making it afresh it's the setting of it but be transformed 
you've watched Transformer before, right? It is something happening on a software that then happens on a hardware. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, the setting of it. Now, what, are you, what channel are you trying to set this mind into? It's called divine. It's called the divine. You're trying to enter a setting that is beyond what you see. It's beyond your hardware. What people do is that they program their software based on their hardware. I'm black. I'm a lady. I've gone to this school. I've gone. Then you begin to set your mind by that. But when you become born again, when you come into him and if you are blessed to, to, to hear the message, like when you're coming into Christ, the first message you're hearing is nations. Uh -huh. So because that's what God programmed in you and each time you hear that word something tears in your spirit because it's about nations, nations, nations. God wants to take, God wants to be the decision maker in entertainment. He longs for the music world. He's not ignoring it. So each time he looks at it, it pains him that he can't find anyone that can be willing enough to be the influence in that. So they can be great choir members and sing greatly in the choir, but they cannot because it's not about voice. It's about the will of God. You understand? Those who influence that industry are probably not even singers. Probably not. Those who influence the banking world are probably not even bankers they are not those who influence the fashion world are probably not tailors <laughs> you don't have to sew a piece of cloth to influence that word what happens is you know the mind of the people you know the mind you know what they want and time and chance happens actually you have to believe that once you've made the decision to follow a leadership or to follow a trap in life through leadership you have to believe listen to this oh you have to believe that along that path something good and abnormal will happen to you you have to have that faith otherwise you will not make it. you have to it has to be a conviction that happens from your inside out are you listening to me otherwise you will fail along the way but you know why people fail as I thought and thought about it along the way they do so many things and I think I've told you this many times once they follow a path they do so many things if a person drops in and says I want to just go away and do something you see there's something that I'm about to do is something Thing. now that's not true there's no something there is an emptiness that is chasing a person there's an emptiness that is chasing them so they are chasing another empty thing it's just a confused world there is nothing to go and do because everything is in you are you listening to me tonight okay I just thought to lay those foundation so that you understand what taking the nation means. Example is Joseph. Joseph was not the king of Egypt. But Joseph came into a position where he can influence what the king is going to do about food, about economy. And the Bible says the old world came to look for Joseph in Egypt. He was not the king. He was not an elected official. But he tuned, he tuned the mind of the king to see the divine. The king, we never got any, um, any inkling or any 
crazy to think that the king repented and became a born-again Christian serving the God of Joseph. No, he doesn't have to. Sometimes that will not happen. Are you listening to me? But what would happen is that the king will not be able to make decisions that affect the lives of the people without Joseph. That's taking a nation. He will not be able to do anything economically without consulting Joseph. Now, before then, the king used to consult his own magicians and his own astrologers and his own wise men, his own graduates. But when the superior man came, the nation man, Joseph, when the superior man came, all of a sudden the problem increased. Now, the increase of problem in the world is the sign that superior men, kingdom men are around the corner. And if you wake up to that truth, when there is increase of problem and the wise men of this world cannot decode it the wise men of this world cannot tell the king what it is that means that the children of God the manifestation of the daughters and the sons of God is around the corner God is bringing an army is raising an army that have superior wisdom now what happened to the church was that their superior wisdom is system wisdom I told you I will never submit to that charity wisdom because it just it, it relegates churches it makes makes them nothing and become big for nothing and I think it was Pastor Bakari that asked the question I think of one of the preachers that have been to Spark Nation if the church if, if, if police and all these people don't walk in the city how chaotic will it be extremely so if church don't know pray what would happen nobody would care less so either you're called famous or infamous, the truth of the matter is at least someone knows there's a church. Apart from you in this city, I don't know if people give a toss if a church exists or not. They don't care. Since when do people begin to care about church's finance? They don't have time. Kim Kardashian is on. So what's their home with um, Jesus is coming church down the road? If you like, steal all your own money. If you like, put the money. But because it's not just that, but because you are in the face of what matters. So the gathering of people is not what matters. It's the kind of people. Satan don't mind the gathering of people. He has seen shows. He has seen numbers. Satan has seen numbers. What he will not let go are the nations. The policies on Monday morning. The policies on Tuesday afternoon that affect the life of the people. But the Bible says that for out of Zion shall go forth the law as long as the law is not coming from Zion Satan does not mind what did God raise you for why is he raising the 12 nations so that you can influence the mind of kings I love David as a king when God could not find a man he made David both the face and the policy maker but not without a prophet the prophet Nathan was next to David because the king still has to have a prophet as a sign of what God is trying to do Isaiah was always in the court of King Uzziah, always there because the king knows that when things are tight, when there is nowhere to turn to, they will need the mind, the mind that is superior. Even in the Old Testament scriptures, the king, when he has no more choice, and even when he has choices, he will go either to the prophet, and when they fall in from the Lord, they will go to sorcerers. They will need spiritual things. And so when the Bible says to you that you are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, it means you are built to be able to help royalty your, your, your first point of call is not masses because they just need policy the guy who is in Becton the mom who is in Becton 
Peckham, it just needs policies. So the real third day church will affect policies and that's how you get masses. Why is God putting you on a so, so, so snatching or so winning drive right now? It's just to test you. It's not about him. God can win 10,000 souls in one day. It's to see your commitment. That is not how the kingdom will be populated. And so, it teaches us tonight and he says to you, actually, let's start from the royal. I think, no, no, let's start from what I said first so that I don't, for you are, uh, no, no. Whatever is written before time is written for our sake. Why is this important? It is important so that you know that all the people in scripture, they are only examples to us of possibilities they are examples to us they are not conclusions in themselves Hebrews 11 told us that and Hebrews 12 he says he said even though they saw these things they did not still attain the promise so that they without us are not made perfect so I don't know why Christianity became a a toothless dog worship he he became all Christ no Christ you know um, he, he preferred no solution I've been there I've seen faith leaders invited to government places they don't give a toss about if you're gonna make no policy they just you're just a tick box this is not gonna rely on a believer on believers and, and uh, by the way the moment it has to be a committee, a people like faith leaders, like 35 of us, 49 of us, it's a lie. You don't rely on policy in debates. There will always be a person that the king leans on. It is not a common voice. It's not a group. It's not a council. It is personalities. So you see what God is raising you for. Stop comparing your journey with other people's journey because your destination is not the same. No people would desperately, when God has called them out, they desperately want to be the world. Desperately, you want to look like them, you want to speak like them. The church desperately wants to be the world desperately if you go into their meeting if you see their setting if you see how they talk pastors desperately want to be Obama they want to speak right look right have a perfect life don't follow a perfect life man it's not true he's the, it's, he's the biggest liar it's impossible impossible except in Christ talk to me for whatever things were written before Anything that was written before uh -huh. was written for our learning. Why? That we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. The word hope, what is going to be. So when you read a Hannah, you, re you realize what is going to be. That Hannah is not a superhero as, long as, as far as God is concerned. Hannah is an example to you of what can be. <laughs> meaning if your situation is that bad look at this and and be 
wake up and do it. If, if you see an Esther, if you see a woman without a background, that the only introduction, the first introduction of Esther that you all ever have is mentorship. When you first heard Esther, it was not a qualification in school. It was not how beautiful she was as a woman. It was not how self-determined woman she is. Her introduction was Mordecai. And then the next introduction was another man. So please do not zero your story into other people. You are not a woman empowerment movement. You are women that empower others. It's not the other way around. Nobody can empower you. You already have the power within you. Are you listening to me? So nobody says, well, I just wanted to know that no man defines my own life. Um, well, but Esther, you know, Esther Mordecai, Esther, you know, Esther Ahasuerus, Esther, you know, Esther destroyed the most powerful man. What's his name? Haman. He brought him down because he had the right men, the right two men so that he can destroy the third one and so it doesn't matter, do not zero your life into anything because your journey orchestrated by God and where God is going is you are a royal priesthood, you, in other words you discern and you give wisdom to kings and then there are some of you that God has destined as kings, some of you king's wives, some of you king's husband, whatever you are. But the truth of the matter is that you affect the mind of one to affect the life of many. It's a spiritual person. That's what nation taken means. So when we read Psalm 2, ask of me the nations and I will give you the ends of the earth. Most kings that God ends up using, they were unbelieving kings like, like Cyrus I think Cyrus, right? Like, like, like Nebuchadnezzar like Pharaoh, they were kings, but they had the right person next to them. Uh, because of the person next to them, you will see God calling Cyrus his own servant. He said, I will, I will hold your hand. That was an unbelieving king. He said, I will hold your hand and open double doors before you. Now, Christians use that in prayer. And I asked him, are you Cyrus now? Are you Cyrus? No, I will open double doors before you because you have the right man next to you. So the kings will not be able to breathe without us. So maybe you'll be the president or not. Maybe you'll be the leader or not. But you will be in a position, that much I know. You will be in a position where when they talk about the policy, about women or that, that, you, or we will know that the handwriting of a Miriam is on this. The handwriting of a Shadia is on this. When you read it, you will know. I Let me tell you, I don't think people understand this i'm obsessed with building strange people it's an obsession beast kind of people it's an obsession it's not and so when we talk about giving or sowing or so winning da, 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 da. now the frequency may be too high for the toothless dog church they, i mean yeah toothless it may be too high they don't understand it i'm building something so i know if i'm not in europe today i know if they say to me um, your guys, Pastor Sam is in problem. Like he can't make this da 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 happen. I'll say, don't worry, he will. I know he will. I'm like, you don't understand. I know those. I know what was built there. They will. <laughs> if they are trying to get a million, they will. I know they will. You're a royal priesthood, and the same, of, of course, of all of you, because I say, oh, but you don't know if they will work with the, the leader. I know they will. I, I don't know about the 1,000, but I know there is a special elite set that will work with the leaders. I know it. I get it. I know. It's not, 
even rocket science. Now, why did I say that? That means you're ready for those positions, taking the nation. Um, do I know at the moment if one of you, our sisters, become powerful in a position to influence a king? Do I know if you will not run back home and say, no, we have a lot of money and God is helping us? I'm not sure of that one yet. I can be sure of few, but I'm not sure of every. But I think every will still get there. So I can only tell what I know. So Esther was not written so that we can pray to the God of Esther. Moses was not written so that we can pray to the God of Moses. Um, all these people were not written so that we can look at them and clap for them. They were written so that we, through the comfort and patience, through the patience and comfort of the scripture, might have hope. So, why do I have hope? The scriptures. The scriptures. And these scriptures, therefore, cannot come to life until I put myself deliberately in situations. These are not situations that I put myself in. I agreed to be in because the Holy Spirit called me into those situations. I found myself in the nation family. I found myself in things bubbling. My heart indicting me concerning a matter. My heart saying there is no need to be a mediocre. There is no need to be small. I don't care if you are watching me today and you are 80 years old or you are 8. It's the same thing because you will find your space in scripture. You will find your age in scripture and our people Sarah at her age was still able to be a nation birther she still brought forth a nation even though she was in old age so that's comfort of the scripture so I cannot look back and say I wish I did this right there is nothing you could have done about your past every mistake you made have to be made every shortcoming every opportunity you missed have to be missed it brings you to your today and God now says now since you found scripture and you're in this position can you rise to the occasion? As I found Esther, I found Ruth. How rough can things get? Husband dies, everything is crazy. But she looks at a old woman and says, Wherever you go, I'll go. That's the same leadership that people want to fight. That's the same leadership that people want to tell you, oh, all this leadership following thing. A Ruth found a curse in life and she, she, she clings on to a old woman and says, wherever you go, I'll go. Your God will be my God. And let me tell you, your people will be my people. In other words, I have no more family from now because I found you. And God was doing something. There was a propensity because through alignment, the Lord Jesus Christ will come. Are you listening to me tonight? And so God put that in our heart and, and thank God that everyone around us has been cut off because that's the greatest battle you face. There's just so many people in your life. I don't remember. I can only have a niece, a nephew if they are in Christ. I can't. Otherwise, I don't know what am I going to talk to them about. Of course, you should be after the saving of your household and stuff like that. But that's a political word until life dawns on you. And you realize that life is actually a very difficult place. And what makes it easy is purpose and the circumference of purpose. And the people you are allowing to that circumference because of purpose. Otherwise, there will be so many problems. And they will be very unrewarding problems. Most mm. problems are unrewarding. Like the problem of someone said something in the family. And we want to call the family meeting. Even after the family. It's very unrewarding. 
meaning nothing comes out of it. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make you better. It doesn't make you richer. It doesn't bring you close to God. It means nothing. It's just distraction from what matters in life. Mm. Okay, royal priesthood. I think this is Peter now speaking to the church and I have to speak to you in this manner. If you've never understood nation, I believe that first few minutes you understand now. That you see your calling. No wonder Paul, either through imprisonment or chain, Paul just wants to appear, you know, as a young man reading the Bible. And I saw opportunities for Paul to actually be out of a problem. But this guy appealed to Caesar. And, and the king even told him, if you had not appealed to Caesar, you would have been a free man going home right now. But you've appealed to Caesar. And I'm thinking, come on, Paul, please, please. Like, I'm watching a movie like Paul. Just say, okay, I'm not appealing to Caesar again. Let us go on. And no, Paul needed to get to Caesar, the most powerful man in the world at the time, because he needed to influence the mind of Paul. Paul, Paul preached before he came to a place where the king was almost converted. And the king said, Paul, the reading of too many books has affected your mind. Are you trying to convince me now? And the king just left his throne. He couldn't take it anymore. But this guy was, a, oh my God, this guy do I say these guys for me this is doing this or dying in other words if I have to choose between mediocrity and exploit and death I would choose death I'm not gonna choose from where and I know that's what we are trained from from our community is just survive no you only survive to die it doesn't matter if you survive as a mediocre for 19 years it is 90 miserable years so I'd rather die So you see your calling and you've got to tell parents this as well. You see your calling. They didn't call you into drugs. You're not on drugs. You're not in alcohol. You're not in illicit on illicit sex. You're not doing that. And then you are not even called to mediocrity. You understand? So what could possibly go wrong? Everything could possibly go wrong because uh, there is right according to this world then there is right according to God. You are a royal priesthood. He speaks to the nation. Look at this scripture. But you. First Peter. Yes, sir. Chapter, chapter two. two. Verse nine. I told you that whenever you see the word but, but it means it nullifies what something was going on before. No matter how good, imagine someone saying you're so beautiful, you're a lovely girl or guy, you're so kind. But the moment you hear that, you say, uh-huh, today, meaning it's arrived. What is the issue? He said, but you, and I love the fact that it says you, you know, we've treated this before. This now is specific. It singles you out. So there can be one billion churches, but you. There can be one billion young people, but you, you understand, but you, you understand this. Uh-huh. There can be 10 million girls, 1 billion guys. They can even be Christians. There are young people who also still go to other places and worship God. Da, 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 until you start engaging and know where you're going. Most times you will hear confused, distorted thoughts. A young girl would think she's going to heaven. I just love Jesus. She doesn't. She grows up a little bit. We know that cycle. It is the current, it is by current sacrifice of the current life 
that's how you know we will survive tomorrow every young church is just zealous it's zeal we've seen it we grew up in it so please forget all those things and let's talk serious now like adults from scriptures and zeal should be there it keeps things going it's fine it's anxiety but when you grow I was a zealous young man for the Lord I was zealous so I get it so from where I sit today I can just look and say nice but eventually you begin to say these things are not fruitful so I need to know your current sacrifice now because you don't get anywhere without leaving home. There's nothing like we're going somewhere and you left nothing. Lie, lie. It's not possible. Don't let anybody deceive you. It's convenient. Mm -hmm. But it's not resulting into anything. When I see a young Christian, I'm just watching them talk. Then I'll say, what did you leave? Peter and go followed Christ. They left all from the age of 16, 17. They said, we've left all to follow you. What would your churches do today? They said, leave nothing but just be following. How? How? How are they better than Jesus? How can they master this thing when Jesus did not? So you then realize it's commercial. There's nothing in it. Doesn't work. But you... So all that I've said now is to single you out. Say there is a special calling over your life. When you guys, or God forbid you guys, get to a place where there is an invite to this work, but there's also, uh, you've also mastered a way for people not to leave nothing. Become a commercial church. You blend into every city church. And it means nothing to government. It means nothing to Satan. It means nothing to, 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 to hell. So when they are discussing vaccine and health, you will not be called to the table because this is now a serious matter, not a church spiritual thing. When they are discussing economy, how the treasury, how, how, how the treasurer runs the country, they won't bring you because it's not, mm, this is a serious matter now. This is not just, uh, and then constantly, they'll begin to bring you into brackets Bim, then um, um, religious leaders faith leaders now looking back I thought why did I go to those meetings I was new and naive faith leaders I'm not a faith leader I'm a rebel rouser faith leaders without faith because by the way remember that includes Muslim and all that brothers in Muslim Buddha everybody boom I said what's the idea of Buddha what's the idea of Christian what's the idea of Islam what's the idea everyone we're pa, 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 talking 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 no man I'm sorry you are nation leaders a politician cannot be better than a born-again Christian. He doesn't have the Holy Ghost. Most of them don't have the Holy Ghost or many of them have no Holy Spirit. So how can they know economic stuff more than us? How can they know politics more than us? How can they know music more than us? 
music did not start with the musicians of today or yesterday it started with God 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 built Lucifer as a music so how can they be better than us how because we left the place of royal priesthood we 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 want all things without leaving nothing so our religion became just religion within four walls. We sing and go back home and shout Jesus is coming. And the extreme of our sacrifice is street evangelism. It's fine, but that's not what Jesus did. Jesus never did street evangelism. He died for the sinners. Simple. <laughs> and this is how we know love. That a man ought to lay down his life. First John chapter 3 verse 6. That 16 I think that a man ought to lay down his life for his fellow as well. It's simple. If you can't do that, you can wear clothes and be on the street and say, Jesus loves you. That lie. It is those of you who actually go into the takeovers, who actually buy food when you don't have money and you use food to feed others. It's those of you who remove your clothes and put on, do on others because you're telling them, I know you just want to wear Louis Vuitton. This is it. I don't have to have it. You lay down your life for others. That's death. That's what evangelism is. It is those of you who open up your house to the homeless, to the needy. It is those of you who open up your house. Yes, they came back to rob you. Yes, they went on news to say you did this and that to them. Even at that, you just intercede for them and love them more. I say, if you come again, I will still do it. It is those of you who lay down your life for others. That is the proof of love. And when you begin to walk in that dimension, without you, you should fast and you should pray. But the ultimate of your power will be in the laying down of your life for others. And what that is taking you to is the royal palace where you begin to tell kings. And in that space, you don't, you don't watch. I'm for, no, what would happen is that your mission becomes more important than your age. Those whose mission are not important, they calculate it about by now I'm 30. So what do you want to do? Go do it though. Because you, if you don't go do it now, you will not move forward in that realm. And in this realm too, you will not move forward. You're not going to be able to blackmail God True, It's not going to work. So you're going to be stalked. So you better pick your bag and sign out. Because it's not going to work here. Now, as a pastor, politically, I'm supposed to just tell you it's going to work. God is going to bless you. I know that's what I'm supposed I'm aware. But look, I'm naive. I know. Because I'm not talking to YouTube. I'm not talking to the world. I'm talking to a people. How many people are in the 1%? That's, those are the people I'm sent to. Now, does that mean we will not reach the masses? I just told you, you reach them by policy. Uh, the preaching to the masses is policy, not word. They don't understand word. The word of the masses is policies. And until we get to the place of policy, we don't have the masses. I say, look at our church. Uh, we've seen crowd in this city. For London City, we've seen numbers. There's no independent church that I've seen numbers like you in London City. Not one. Not even close. But you've seen numbers and you've realized numbers is just for excitement. It's just excitement. I remember one day you decided to fill up the whole of Metropole. I don't 
know homes that are big for an independent job. By independent, you know what that means. Anyways, you start from the grassroots. You start from one, two, three. You're not coming with any fame from any country. You feel you've done it over and over again. And that just bores me. It's just boring. It's good for the time because it's a statement. But then it becomes boring. Because you then begin to think, then what? I wonder how these judges don't get bored of that. Like, then what? It must be that they've totaled down their life to that thing. Then what? Because on Monday morning, unbelievers are still going to gather in a place called number 10 or parliament and just decide what happens to the majority. What is 3,000 compared to 3 million? Oh, it's still the same. Um, if you have 3,000 in your church, you have that, 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 uh, By the way, London is so small in court that when they say largest church, it's 2,000 people. <laughs> like, like you small boys and girls, like, pardon me to use that. No, don't pardon me. You small boys and girls, you make that happen. Like after three days of existing. In other words, what I'm saying is not to spite them, is to say that that is not substance in itself. It's not inspiring. Even though it's important, you have to do all those things. But look at what you are. But you are a chosen generation, uh -huh. a royal priesthood. And then what? A holy nation. So now churches are clocking, they are changing without giving credit to whom credit belongs to. They're changing their names to nation. Nation. I'm like, so you clock this like 59 years after and say, ah, we are a holy nation. And many of them also would have changed if not for that it came from Spala. I don't want to be uh, like, I don't want to be the guy that subjects to them. So the other one says, I'm so, so, so globalistic. <laughs> guy, don't worry. Use nation. Give all the glory to Jesus. Why are you... So he's thinking, I wonder what these part people will do next to globalized. <laughs> he says it's part globalized. <laughs> the what you don't know is that until we do it, it's not going to be in fashion. You're just going to look funny. There must be a reference point. I don't know why Chris, anyway, let me leave that. That's not my point. A royal priesthood. In other words, you're not, you're not priesthood to... So the masses, you are priesthood for them. So it's okay to want to prophesy to his side and beg him and beg him, da, 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 da. All that is fine. It's just your training ground. You're not a priesthood to Twitter. You are a priesthood to the owner of it, the one that can decide to shut it down because that's where policies are made. So one billion people can complain about something on Twitter. There is just a set of two or three people that wake up and say, you know, on Twitter, we don't want this anymore. It is not the masses. Well, sometimes they churn bones to the masses like dogs because they will know they'll pounce on it. They say, oh, what policy do you think we should change? It's a lie. They've already changed it. You are a royal priesthood. Now, why is that difficult? I want to take you back to, why is it difficult to accept and walk in? Mindset. Your mind have to have told you. Either you don't understand it or you've not heard this gospel before. That's what the gospel does. When you begin to hear the word on something, it becomes alive to you. So, but you, 
a chosen generation. I love the fact that it's a chosen generation. Why? Because at the third generation, the first man was, was Abraham. That is the nation family. So when I greet you as nation family, it's me. It's nation family. I am nation family. Then the second was Isaac. Yeah, the men of promise, they saw the vision. God says to Abraham, as many as the stars of the sky, I will give you that, 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 that God gave him a promise, right? Then Isaac was the rich guide. Isaac was the guy that first understood and was documented as the seed guy. I think that's where I come in. It's the seed guy. And Isaac sowed in that land in that year. And God gave him a motive, gave him a lot of blessing. He sowed in famine. He sowed in dry land in that year. And he began to dig well. Isaac was the first major record of becoming great. The Bible says, and the man Isaac became great. And he be was becoming great and greater and he became very great he became so great that the whole nation says look you are too blessed for us move on then jacob came the third day church when the third generation hit when the church third day church hit they became 12 it's not just jacob anymore however the children came they came god's orchestrated plan they became nations at the third strike that's the third day church they became 12 nations actually another book of religion which is the Quran actually says that when Moses struck the rock the 12 tribes were actually divided because at the breaking of the water when the water they said they believed that 12 fountains came up the revelation of 12 tribes was revealed or the establishment of 12 tribes was revealed to Moses and this is why I don't understand why they don't believe in Jesus according to the Bible because they believe that the 12 tribes came when Moses struck the rock this rock is Christ are you listening to me these scriptures speak about Christ this rock is Christ and when Christ came he chose 12 disciples and they were 12 in total minus Judas they are still 12 are you listening to me because they are still disciples of the Lamb are you listening to me because Jesus himself is a follower of, of Christ himself they are still 12 there are people that God puts in the middle of something temporarily you must discern who is who I'll leave you with that the number of God is still accurate nobody left he's just perfecting his numbers anyways let me leave that for tonight a chosen generation so why did I go to Jacob and third generation and how they became 12 at Jacob the reason is because this is a chosen generation the world has never had problems like this let me tell you something quickly and this is important every generation is different I'm looking at your generation and I had to bring myself to the thought and understanding of I can feel like the kids from this particular demographic and generation, their mind is inferior. They are the most distracted generation. And have someone walk with there's many things, many minds. And you wonder why. And when you get to the bottom of it, there's no why. It's a dysfunction but if you think this is bad the next will be bad by the time they inject everybody with what they are adamant, adamant I know because I think Satan just thought you know all this education sex education about how you can be a man and not be a man it's long educating the world Let's, it's got to be blood so that it's faster it's just long educating from primary school guys just thought you know he thinks this master guy is coming too soon let's just do blood now that's another 10 years so new kids born now from now will be different 
is different. Their belief, their adamantness, their stubbornness, their rebellion will be on another stage than what we've seen before. But that's just side notes. Again, it's YouTube, so I'll limit what I have to say. But you, I said all that again to say, but you. That's where I'm still coming to. This generation, there's never been a generation that has so much problem in the world. I told you, you can't compare. Yes, Spanish flu happened in 1918, but don't compare it. This is not Spanish flu. This is modern day flu. It's mad. London has never been an economic problem like now before but you know the sign of that is that God or what God is signaling to us is that a nation is being birthed God is birthing a holy nation the word holy there is separate amplified is a separate nation but it has to be a nation but have you seen a nation without Hamis before have you seen a nation without his own economy before have you seen a nation without knowing how it builds his own economy and finances before have you seen a nation without leaders before have you seen a nation without families before no but our churches are just blank blank shell everybody is just religion what we inherited from 40 years ago it's just theater it's just performance theater that's all we are we catch up you know the church catches up with the world we catch up they said the world now use led screen the church is now using led screen no we are we are a nation but you are a holy nation read it in amplified but please. you are a chosen race oh my god i love that is a race so when you come into this nation we are raised meaning we'll say black people behave this way white people behave this way then you will say nation family behave this way <laughs> are you listening to me tonight you are a chosen race but what makes you special is that you are chosen god went into all race and all color of men and begin to pick up picked out a faith picked out a hobby picked out a psalm a shadia picked out a hobby picked out a, a nashley picked out a whitney picked out picked out picked out picked out and it now starts to form a race, injects you with a blood that is different from the blood of other races. So you are not behaving like a black or white man. Neither are you behaving like a man or a woman. You are just a race. You're, no one can define you. You are a man of the spirit. The Bible says, for the man of the spirit said, is the, he can discern all things, but no one can discern him. No one knows where he's coming from or where he's going to. He has to be a race. So you can look at a pity and I make, I say this humbly, you can just say this guy is a race on his own it's just what is it it's a race and it's not because i i wish i was as intelligent as, as, as creating all these things i'm not far from me it's just a race it's a blood system filled with the holy ghost but you are a chosen race you cannot both by signs of what you've seen physically but, but most importantly by what God was doing from time you can't compare this house with any other house it cannot happen that's not the that's not us saying we are superior we're just saying we are different it's a race chosen and whenever he chooses something, it must be for a special purpose. There's something God is doing. So I know there are good churches leading people to heaven and all those stuff. But that's just not your race. Are you listening to me? Your race is nations. You understand that? So your giving is different. Your soul winning is different. Your prayer life is different. You are a race that is about nation. You want to influence policies that when they eventually write a policy about 10 million people in London, you'll know, huh? There's a language here. I know this is a Spark National that wrote it. 
as long as you are in the midst of all of them you cannot be this you have to be so God edges you in so that you can be a nation he, he shuts even finances so that you can create yours otherwise you are not a nation you are a sub-nation churches became sub-nation imagine if all the churches in this nation were one and they were strong together you know it would be a different economy no power would be able to match them but guess what it's impossible pastors just things i just want to send my own kids to private school and all these people are terrible people people will leave you people will desert you people will people 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 do this people do that people do that so protect your own family your wife and kids that's an american show you get that on your way home talk to me but you are a chosen race a royal priesthood you are still priesthood what is the work of a priest he hears the mind of god and tells the people you are still priesthood. So this is not Old Testament. This is New Testament, as you guys like to believe. The whole new whatever. A royal priesthood and what? A consecrated nation. You are consecrated. You are set apart. The day God calls you out, He consecrates you. So do not participate in worldly stuff. Don't let sin guide your life. You know, sin is a result of thought. There's no sexual loss without you thinking. There's no way. You don't stumble into sexual sin. There's no way. You have to, oh God, how's the faith? Why did you do this to me? Now I need to say something, but I say, ah, let me not say And you did it to yourself because you've made yourself a topic for the whole year now. What should I use now? Anyways, you, you've got to think sin. The moment you are focusing on something, then you are encouraged. <laughs> encouraged don't even work at all. But you are motivated. Yeah, okay. Thank you, sir. You are motivated toward it because you thought about it. It's thinking. You don't just sin. You think it. And the moment you're thinking it, everything in your human body or human life begins to move towards it. What if you refuse to think it? It won't happen. When it consecrated you, it calls you into a place. And hey, can I tell you something about thinking as well? Thinking is based contingent upon the things that you watch. So you're watching television, you're seeing all this love life, people saying they love each other, da, da, da. you begin to think it, you're thinking it. Then all of a sudden you begin to conform. So when we declare fasting and when we declare separation from certain things and when we say things like we don't watch this, we don't do this, it's not so that we can kill joy or so that we can prove that we are certain Christians. You know, you open your phone now, I guarantee you on that Instagram or Facebook or whatever you guys watch, I guarantee you that it doesn't take two minutes before you see something sexual. No matter how much you've cleansed your instant, you will not scroll that thing for two. Two minutes is even long. There's no way under a minute, boom, it's there. And when it's there, if you're still spiritually alive, you will feel that something struck your spirit. You know energy was taken. And Satan doesn't manifest immediately. 
They just say, if you are dead, you won't feel anything. Just, these people, it's a lie. Your spirit is so, but you can't feel it. Because a dead man that you go to slap does not feel anything. But if you slap a living man, it doesn't mean he dies immediately, right? But we know that you slapped him. Many things happen to us spiritually, but because you're dead, you won't know. You just say, oh. You just say, but when you see something, as a living spiritual guy, it slaps your spirit. And you know something was taken. You know a pain has hit you. And then you ask yourself, why am I on this thing? So it calls us consecrated. Now, that doesn't mean you don't now watch TV. You don't because even these days, TV watches, is everywhere. Like everything is just everywhere. God was so specific to the point where he began to tell Israel their women how to dress. It is not so that they can be SUs. It's because of sights and thoughts that accumulate into an unconsecrated life. Now, why is he asking for a consecrated life? Because you are a royal priesthood. Because it all sums up to a place where you can hear him and prefer solution to difficult things. That's all. I think the reason why it's been unattractive is just because the pastor telling you too, you just see him as a guy going to heaven only. And he said, heaven is our home. Even if I take one person to heaven, it won't take nobody. If your target is to take two people there, be careful you even get there. So don't say those nonsense. And that's not motivating. But Jesus never came to tell anybody, well, you know, you either go to heaven or hell. He shows them. He says the kingdom of God is like a pearl. The kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of God is like that. He, they were motivated by truth to know why he's doing all this. Why they are doing all this. Why we live in a consecrated life. Why do we give like we give? Why do we pray like we give? pray? Because you're a holy nation. And if we don't build a system, God cannot trust us with the system. You must believe. A consecrated nation. Uh -huh. A special people for God's own possession. Did you see that? So that? You may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous... There is no virtues in the earth anymore. Believers will use unbelievers as their motivation or their speech for virtue. The pastor will use Obama as his speech. Virtues, perfection. But that's what he calls you to bring to the world. Otherwise, there's no need for you and I. If all we just do is to threaten people about hell and then go and die... Yeah. Then what's the need? Jesus might as well come from the sky and start shouting on them by himself. That would be more effective. Everyone who got born again on the video or preaching of hell backslided. E.G. Pastor Haber. Yeah, I, get, I, I, I learned just recently that that's how he tried to convert Pastor Hobie into Christianity. She started showing a video of hell then Pastor Obi later got born again and Abba has backslidden imagine someone coming to your house every day telling you about hell then you look at them some months after and they are in the world <laughs> like how does that thing still exist like the, you remember hell 
No, only the gospel of the kingdom changes people's mind. There was a movie stuff that we used to watch when we were younger. And when they come to church, they, they have this video of hell. And when they play it, people are crying and repenting. Only me, I'm looking. Looking at them. Just as a child, I just didn't, I just didn't fall for it. I just, I just couldn't. And I should have. That's hard. I just didn't fall for it. People are crying. I said, <laughs> oh, they showed the one of when Jesus comes in this car and some people missed it. Damn, people are everywhere praying. Oh God, save me. Says a woman, save me, Lord. <laughs> and I just never used to fall for those things. I'm just sitting there thinking, well, when the guy comes, we'll see how far. Like, I'm not just going to be. <laughs> no way. Now, all those who repented, where are they now? They, they, are, they, are, they are crazy in the world. They've, they've, only the world changes people. You will get to places. Now, God told me to tell you that every business you've tried, every endeavor you've tried, they will your learning curve into policy building. Now, heart the Holy Spirit and stop talking about how you failed. Now, let me start to try to round up. Come with me to Leviticus. The scriptures that you guys, we all don't like reading. Uh, yeah. But you know why it's important? It's the forming of a nation. There are no nations without laws. There are no nations without numbers. I told you numbers are so important that a whole book in the Bible is called Numbers. But I won't take you through all of Leviticus. Of course not. Because it's nations that we must see how Israel was formed. Remember that there were nations before Israel. They were actually even taken out of a nation. Egypt was their master. They were taken out of Egypt. God took them out. And says to them, I don't want you to practice what Egypt does. They have a way they build their economy. They have the way they do their things. But I don't want you to be them. I want you to be a holy nation. So Israel was not meant to be many. They are still not many today. They were meant to control many. Do you, do you understand that? Uh -huh. They were not meant to be one billion people. That's Africa. Africa as a continent is like one point something billion. <laughs> and it's come to a place where we now know it's big for nothing and say oh, don't talk down Africa you can't talk down something that is down but there is a nation that will rebuild that continent and it has to be a holy nation it has to be a people that God gathered, consecrated so these things cannot work guys without consecration I don't care if you are hiding to sin you are sneaking to sin, it's going to show eventually, you know it's like a woman will go pregnant and say how, how, how how is how, like it's, it's just a manifestation of deeds it's simple there's no how yeah it's not how. It's just something. It's a result of something. The Bible says sin, when it has fully conceived, it will give birth. So it doesn't matter how much you do with sin. Eventually, it's just like the pregnancy that disgraces everybody. And you're trying to hide it and say, mm, mm, mm. 
<laughs> and then the thing just keeps shooting out. And then you say, oh, what's going on here? It's just as simple. When it has fully conceived, it will be seen. We will see it. So it, it, he's like, oh, you don't know what people can do on the ground. Pastor, <laughs> Pastor, you just don't know what is going on. People do things on the ground. I'm like, what is my business with underground? It doesn't matter. I'm overground and I will see what has been going on on the ground. Because when it has conceived, it will bring forth. So you know when you sneak to sin and you came back home thinking, nobody oh, well, looked around, looked around. And then you went in and you said, hallelujah. And then it doesn't matter, believe me. It, it will shoot forth. There will be manifestation. He will show forth. So if I were your pastor, I won't bother about trying to sneak to know what's going on. What's going on? I won't. Of course, I will speak to you about the ones God reveals to me because God then wants me to talk to you about it. But the one that you had to do, I'm just sitting there saying, you know what? We're both going to be deceiving ourselves. You think I don't know. Have you seen that friend series that they don't know that we know that they know that we don't know that they know that we know. So we're going to be staring at ourselves knowing that we know that you don't know that I know. So I've seen people shouting hallelujah with me and I'm thinking she doesn't know that I know that she thinks that I don't know that I know that she doesn't know that I know. But deep down, we both know that we both know. <laughs> oh, praise God. Thank God for his grace. But you know, that those are two different things. You know, there are things that his grace is helping you out of. And there are things that you've accepted. The things that you've accepted is the one that you hide now. You refuse to let it be known by the brethren so that they can join you in prayer and break that addiction over your life. The ones, that's the one you've not accepted. That, that one cannot hold you down from the promise of God because, meaning, meaning, no, no, no. That one, the one Eden, the Bible says, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. You know that scripture, right? Uh -huh, that's not Toby. It shall not prosper. But do we have short Comments. Yes, we do, but we refuse to cover it. We ask for grace because people are joining us to say this thing will be over in your life. So you face post this, then it has no power over you. The ones that have power over is the one that you've accepted. You just say, Yeah, you know, um, as human, and and I don't I don't like revealing my stuff to people. It's not your stuff. Why is it your stuff? <laughs> so youth is not an excuse for sin, right? Is actually grace for repentance. Leviticus, the forming of a nation. So one of the foundation of us as a nation is consecration. And consecration is not, I even don't feel like doing it. No, you. I think you feel like doing it. I think things come to your mind. I think things happen. I think when you're young, there is attraction. There's all manner of stuff. I think it's by the Holy Spirit, a mind that is made up to say no. And even when you trip, you don't run from God. You just say, I will not stay in this position. I will wait till God heals me because that's my consecration. That's what makes me different from the world. Imagine if we don't have consecration. Why are we different? Why would God displace the world for us? You, you know we've treated this before. Why will he displace them? Why will it take? That would be unjust. 
in their own finance world, and I'm not just talking about sexual sin, in their own finance world, if you're not building what we're building, why will it displace them? If we're just them, why are we needed? Just before someone begins to teach you about how to be logical in the world, why would we be, why, why would God not keep them there? What we needed for? Consecration is why it will make us those policy makers. Consecration is the foundation of a nation. And he did not say consecrate yourself. It tells you that you are a consecrated nation. So accept it. And don't tell yourself, you know, because I'm young, I'm a beautiful girl, people are attracted to me. Yes, we know. And we accept and celebrate that. But if you then enter consecration, that makes it special. That makes your beauty special. Because don't forget, there are so many people just as beautiful. So what makes you different? I wish I can give certain example, but then it's marketplace. It's you too. So that you may proclaim the excellences. So it didn't say you are, it didn't say you are consecrated so that you can be good Christians and your pastor can look at you and say, wow, good. In this church, we are good children. Rubbish. I'd rather you are bad and have exploits than being good and be a caged lion. A lion in a cage. Our churches are just circus. You know, circuses. Lions. But they are just for entertainment. It's entertaining. Even their deliverance is entertaining. It's just entertainment. The way the pastor comes out. Imagine someone telling me about his church. He said, my church is in Lagos. Well, he said, what I like the most, the only thing I get from services, when our pastors are coming down the stairs, how they come into service. I think the guy has mastered entertainment from America. So they come out, like 12, 13 of them come on the stairs when everybody is seated, so they come. And then there is a procession. He said, that, that, he said in my church, that's what, he said, when I just wake up, I just want to go and watch it. I say, uh, <laughs> because I know his life, so it's not it's far from, anyway, let me leave it. It's you too. I say, that's, that's, the, that's it. I say, honestly, sir, that's all I, that's all I go to watch. <laughs> I say, very soon they will be doing the fire cycle when they are coming, because very soon you will get bored. So they have to do fire. <laughs> Someone is going to be blowing, you know, out wrestling, WWE. <laughs> and he said, wow. Say, wow. <laughs> The next street has people dying of hunger and thirst and, 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 and harm robbery. Next street. I'm the next street. I'm the next street. Suckers. But you, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation set apart to be royal priesthoods. So when you carry yourself, it is with that awareness. You carry the spirit with that awareness. And the end of it is to proclaim the excellencies of God. Now, I can't keep proclaiming the excellencies of God to believers. That's what Christian church do. We come in and say, how great is our God. We're proclaiming his excellencies to ourselves. And I'm saying to you, I already know. You're preaching to the Christians saying, I want you to know how powerful, majestic, da-da-da, Elohim, blah, 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 how God is. I'm thinking, 
I already know. Thanks. So what now? We're just talking to ourselves. But if a, Joseph is able to sit in front of a Pharaoh, a Daniel in front of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar and Pharaoh themselves were the ones that stood up from their throne and fell before Joseph. They saw excellence, real one now. Real excellence. And God knows about economy. So when he sees to proclaim, it means that you will be the one to tell the unbelieving world that God knows about economy. Right now, they don't think God knows about economy. They say, oh, no, this is not spiritual thing or this is not God thing. This is not about God. They don't know he knows about education. They don't know he's excellent in education. He's excellent in, in, in banking. He's excellent in fashion. He's excellent in everything. Look at every writing about the description of God. You see fashion beyond words. Look at it. He's excellent. But you know what? They managed to cage us as religious people. And we accepted it. We became a charity number. Meaningless. And we left the real core of being a nation. So when government looks at us, they look at us. As, they say, what's your number, charity? They say, 110998. Once you punch that in, you see everything. We became just declaration of account, not declaration of exploit. Shouldn't charities audit be how many people did you feed? How many lives did you change? How is it money? Everything from head to toe is money. I don't understand. And somehow we accepted that. And we began to care about what men will say on things like this YouTube. Someone will say it's TV, it's this, it's that. Men that you don't know and men that men don't know. May insignificant voice not become the voice of your life. Because you are supposed to make people significant. These are insignificant voices. But it's not about them. It's about us. A consecrated nation. A royal priesthood. Again, how do you do that? Set your mind on things above. Then you will hear things above so that you can take low men into above status. Leviticus, if you read from, I only need one verse there, but I think I'll just start from verse 28. It will be confusing. It will be all that, but uh, for, let's just do it. But nothing. Read now. But nothing that a person owns, verse 28, Leviticus 27. Thank you. But, but no nothing that a person owns and devotes to the Lord, whether a human being or an animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Uh, Everything so devoted. Remember, this is the forming of a nation, and you will see their own finances and economy centered around the nation <laughs> so when I ask God about the giving of all in quotes whatever that means to you as a person not asking you to give or whatever the giving of all means to you as a nation he said it's because a nation the forming of a nation 
the people's economy must evolve and revolve around that nation. In Leviticus, sit down for a moment. In this same Leviticus, I love this. It's a, he, he, I'm studying. Remember, I'm not preaching for, I would, I'm not a, a footballer. They, they entertain for money, a boxer and all that. I'm not preaching for money. So there's the public watching. I won't ask you to give me anything. You understand that? Uh-huh. I'd rather die. That's the truth. He said, but that's too harsh. I'm just saying. <laughs> if it's not called someone to help us financially, we won't want anything from them because it won't work. I'm just looking for a scripture here. Anyway, keep reading what you're reading. Please. But nothing that a person owns and devotes to the Lord, whether a human being or an animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted is most holy to the Lord. Look at verse 29. No person devoted to destruction may be ransomed. <laughs> they are to be put to death. Wait. There are people devoted to destruction. So winning is discernment first. Uh -huh. The opening of your house is discernment first. There are people devote. Imagine if God says someone is devoted to destruction. You, the word devotion is terrible, you know. Like devoted. So in every nation, you have people devoted to destruction. They are given to it. He said, if a person is devoted to destruction you will not ransom them. In other words, people can be ransomed. You can buy people, you can buy things back. I don't want to say people again because it's internet. You can buy back by paying sufficient amount. Jesus paid the price for us. So there's nothing like your church is not growing. If you have the price for people, you get them. It's about... Have you got the price? Have you got the amount to pay? There is no area that you cannot take for the Lord Jesus if you have the right, the right amount to buy with. But there are people devoted to destruction. At this point, may I carefully say that there are people that you've known and seen who have encountered the light of this work and they blaspheme against it. Simple sign. Devotion to destruction. You will not be able to save them. I know there are people who specialize in keeping contact. But if someone has... Heard... No, I'll leave it. Verse 30. A tithe of everything. From the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Whoever would redeem any of their tithe must add a fifth of the value to it. Every tithe of the herd and flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod will be holy to the Lord. No one may pick out the good from the bad or make any substitution. If anyone does make a substitution, 
both the animal and its substitute become holy and cannot be revealed. Verse 34. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses at Mount Sinai for the Israelites. End of Leviticus. That's the verse I was going to. But before that verse, you will see everything belongs to the Lord. It's about consecration. God's nation is built on consecrated people. They cannot be shared by nobody, not even parent or pastor or, or economy or their workplace. They are consecrated. That's how you first form a nation. That means um, in the building of even the physical nation, the first thing that must happen in that nation is patriotism. People must be patriotic. They must be about their nation first. So really, if you meet an American, he believes America is everything. It's not sharing America with Nigeria. Maybe now you can mix breed the ones they want to get rid of. They say, oh, I'm American, but I'm also Ghanaian. America is thinking, oh, that's, that's how not to build a nation. A nation is first built on the patriotism why is Africa not where it should be? People are not patriotic. They don't care about the nation. They care about themselves. It's them. And so that's why they take bribe and give bribe because it's about them. Say, so, well, you know, my daughter is not eating. So even if what I'm taking bribe for perverts the course of justice and destroys the nation, that's their problem. So as long as you have that, the nation will not grow. So our given system, our prayer system, our word system is first patriotism to the nation of consecrated people. When that happens, you will see. And that's why you cannot have a people who say, well, you know, nation families back nation be able we are different never then you are your own nation and you'll just be your own people and be different maybe God will use you I've told you the principle of this house one thing to one to all because consecration demands that you are not shared with anything that's the formation of a nation in Africa, one of the first problems is we are Africans and then citizens of another country. So if something happens, you just go. Because we were colonized. The same thing with the West Indians. We are citizens of many places. So a typical African is also fighting to be citizen of another place. So his loyalty cannot be to his country. It's the Africans' best brains are outside of Africa. Our best brains are not in Africa. Nation family, you cannot be that. You've got to be. Consecration when you come in here. The building of a nation is, I'm completely, completely sold out to one thing. Now, I told you yesterday, does that now diminish every other thing? No, it comes back to bless every other thing. But unless it is consecrated out of everything, it cannot bless anything. It becomes big for nothing. It doesn't matter how much talent it has. So I wish what our parents thought of first was patriotism. Ability to be dedicated to a vision and be sold out to it. Because even if the vision is bad, it will bring good. Hopefully it's not and this is not. It will bring good to humanity. It was tear the souls of men because of consecration. This nation was very small compared to the nation. But God gave Moses the commandment. Where he gave him is also important. He gave it on Mount Sinai. That is the 
parliament of God. The place of prayer is God's parliament. The place of prayer, the place of consecration of when we fast, when we come together in the word like this. The place of word is God's parliament. That's where God reveals what goes back to form the nation. Anyone that rejects, that rejects the order of God for us as a nation. So your fellowship cannot say that's not how we give. You just, re, you just refuse God's order on Sinai. That is Sinai. On Sinai, God gives the order of how a country should be run to Moses who is going to be a new generation leader on Sinai just like Daniel in the in the group prayer with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God gives Daniel the order of, of economy for that nation. On Sinai, Joseph received the food order for the world in the presence of God, in the place of consecration. God begins to give you the order for nations. So imagine if all our night vigils that we go to to seek miracles was to actually wait on the world until the world reveals to 40,000 people what to go and do in their own industry. You know we would have taken this nation. But unfortunately, our navigation is just to pray on patriotic for the kingdom of heaven. Tell 40,000 people to pray for your kingdom come. Now lie. They will just be there. You'll be here. But tell them, now I want you to pray for your own family and your children that they will prosper. You see women putting out of their bag. I didn't know what it's picture of their children. Hallelujah. Oh God. Oh. Then the woman goes into the spirit. I say, is it you or your children or your child that needs to receive the anointing why are you in the spirit you are praying for your child what happened what is going on here then you see people that are unpatriotic to the kingdom unpatriotic selfish self-centered and then the leaders will take advantage of that because they know they are just about themselves but we are here to say your kingdom come because that will not make you poor that actually makes you richer your kingdom come your will be done on earth. patriotic citizens are consecrated so when you want to go into that sin remember patriotism remember remember that these what you're about to do right now can give you as yourself pleasure sexual pleasure whatever sin or whatever it is but remember that there's a nation behind you there's a people that needs you there's a place where God placed you so God is not after you he's not trying to destroy you he's just saying can you be patriotic I've kept that patriotism for years. Your word I have eaten in my heart. That's why it calls the word laws. It calls it statutes. These are legal words. These are nation words. Your statutes. If you read Psalm 119, it will interchange your law, your statutes, your commandments. So now your law, your commandments, your statutes have I kept in my heart that I may not sin against you. So that when sin knocks at my door, I remember this law. I remember the nation entrusted to my hand and I say even if it gives me pleasure I cannot because of destiny I cannot why because there is a nation that God is building and my patriotism and my loyalty is first to that nation I like my dad's idea I like my mom's prayer and love for me but sir my patriotism is first to the nation but you that's not the neglect of them that's actually singing into the future and being able to write policies that will help them and help everyone, not just them as individual, but everyone from that generation. It's not become better. It's not become better. There are people who rose from your generation and became 
stars or football stars or whatever, the best they can help temporarily is their own biological parent, but it doesn't help a generation. That's not the end of this story. God separated some of you because I know children will say, I just want to help my parents. And you will, and you should. But you've got to sit down and say, but how? What way are we going about this? Are you going to be a blessing to the whole of Ghana or are you going to be a blessing to Mr. and Mrs. up here? And that's even most times temporary. Even those who are superstars could not sustain it. So it falls off halfway. And that's good. But you are a blessing to nations. That's not to the neglect of those who birth you. It is to their own glorification the more. The commands of God came from Sinai. Made a people that were no people. They were slaves in Egypt. Informed them into a nation. And God said, if you can obey this law, he said, I will make you an envy to all nations. You remember that scripture? I think I read it all the time. Or I read it to you all the time. He said, if you follow this, this is what God is saying to you, nation family tonight, that if we remain in the place of consecration, if you are not in a hurry, I, as your global pastor, whatever you, you want to call me, pity that, whatever, I'm not in a hurry. I just refuse to believe that any man can help me outside of this nation. I just don't believe it. I don't think so. And someone said, relationship is the currency of the spirit. I said, well, that means you already have more money, so leave me out of your currency. I know what they mean. I get it. But there are some relationships that come at a cost and it's not needed because it's not even heading you toward the advancing of the nation to which you are pro-patriotic. It's easy to say my allegiance is to Jesus Christ because that's not measurable. We can't check it. Then later when we see your account, we realize your allegiance is to your children. Because you pay more school fees than you give toward God's course. <laughs> you pay more school fees than you feed the poor. How can't we tell what your allegiance is, my friend? Stop deceiving us. By allegiance, what most people mean is they, they, just, they just think Jesus is just a guy who likes singing to him. He just likes songs. You just be singing. I say, hey, thanks. And go. No, my friend. It takes life. His offering is life. Look at this scripture. Tell me. Abba. They have provoked me to jealousy, but what is not God? They have moved me to anger. Are by you their... sure where you read it? Just read what I asked for. Forget the verses before. But I will provoke them to jealousy by those who are not a nation. I will move them to anger by a foolish nation. I'm not sure. But okay. Anyway, what that scripture was saying, the one I'm looking for, it said, if you were diligently hacking, I will make you the choice nation. I will set you above all nations. You've got to believe that God is. You know, that's why Hebrews 11 says things like that. That those who come to him must believe that he is. 
that in the line of patriotism to kingdom and what he's asking us to do as a house you will meet a breakthrough that is beyond what you can do for yourself things will happen because it is God's commitment once you're committed in your consecration it is his commitment to make sure that you're a policy maker You won't run for elections. You will be selected. <laughs> it's God's commitment. And if he sends you to run for election, it's because he's prepared the way before you. You will be selected to lead by virtue of the excellencies of God over your life. This is our call as a house. This is what we mean by nation night. This is the 12th nation. And this is not boring at all. It's only boring when a person is in a rush. So when I say things, I just don't think anyone can help me outside of the nation. I will not entreat the favor of anybody. I don't care if they are president of the world or the biggest pastor, biggest billionaire. No way. They, nations will come to nations and we will talk as nation to nations. That's the call of God over your life. Don't blame others for not believing this. They are not called to it because the word in First Peter already says, but you. That means to the exception of every other person. And say, mockers will say, scorners will say, oh, let them, those parts, that pastor will be, sweet man will be telling you, you're going to be great, you're going to be great. Ask them, what do I gain by you telling me I'm going to be so small? What? Why? Why should that be a why should that be my line? We're about to pray tonight. Consecration is the foundation of every nation. So I'm making known to God my life, my future, everything I have or don't have. My time consecrated to you. So if I want to marry or you want to marry, you're looking for someone who understands your consecration and you have talk with them. It's like, I don't care if you have money or not. Let's just talk about consecration because, look, a British person don't have to be rich. His nation is rich, yeah? So what happens is they calculate his own GDP. The <laughs> national GDP, the gross domestic product or whatever, is based on the whole nation. And because of that, if you are stuck in another country, they come to rescue you because you're coming from a special nation. Be a Nigerian billionaire and be stuck somewhere. Then we'll know if you're a billionaire or not. Of course, you can start making calls locally, but it's not your nation that is coming for you. You better just know people. You say, okay, I'll pay something to your account. I'll pay into your account. Because you have no nation. You have no nation. Young people will regret not building a nation in 10 years' time from this country. They will regret it because there will be nowhere to go. The people you see strong on the internet, younger people will come, take over the Twitter, but the people shouting there now will have nowhere. Those who make money from social media in 10 years, they would have been betrayed by their brother or their sister and they will be a suicidal door. They'll have no nation to go to. Then they will see your vindication. They will see that's a nation. Oh, wow. That's what they were building. Come.
build a nation without the total sacrifice of everybody. It's impossible. Financially, without the total sacrifice of everybody, you cannot build a nation. It will be a joke. It will be a joke. So everybody's life must be into something. So that you know from your own corner, it either pity sees you or not, either past Sam sees you or not, you know this can't fail. My whole life is in this. You know, I can't afford for this to fail. Until we've gotten there. That's why some people run away. Just say, oh, I need to build. They will look back and say, you know what? We built nothing. Even their own biological family would have betrayed them because they will not make anything. So the family will say, so what's your use? The same family blocking you from building anything. They will turn back at you and say, hey, so you, you are just here. They know what you are building today builds you tomorrow. So you can imagine why pity is this determined, why I have this kind of consecration. Because of you. And Jesus gave me that example. Jesus in John 17 says, I've consecrated myself for their sake. I have to. So if I'm making a move, I'm thinking about it hundred times. I'm praying. I know that Hobie's life is attached to this. Kelly's life is attached to this. Sam's life is attached to this. That and that's life. Every life. A nation. That's why our pastors don't care anymore. Because they know people's life is not attached. They own life to Jesus. They just think, you know what? As long as my son goes to good uni and graduates well. These ones, I'll keep them giving offering. I'll just be announcing breakthrough service after breakthrough service. They will be given their money. God forbid. I would rather, I would rather not do this. Don't preach. Why preach? I wonder why have I not got a family and said to them because he really wants your life to ring into this. Because if it doesn't ring, you will have a backup. It has to ring. So it got to a place in Sarah's life where she had nowhere to turn to but to be blessed. Yeah, so that she'll be a blessing. Nowhere else now. So either she wants to laugh or not or cry or not, she just knows there's nowhere to go. I love Ruth. Lead me to you forever, Lord, I will pursue. I will pursue. You've won my heart, Jesus, you're all that I want, all that I want. Everyone say, lead me to you, everyone tonight. of God there was not meant to be poor among them so this gospel of nation and kingdom does not make you poor that's what I'm saying it makes you leaders of nations you will not lack anything nothing but also you will not be fasting and keep 
open video for the basics. Consistent. Look, many of you watching me live in mansions, not because you can afford it. And that's just a simple example, little, of what it's supposed to be. The mansions most of you live in, you didn't work for it. And you could have been in this same city and don't even know those kind of houses exist. You didn't know until you came to the nation family. We go to a pastor Sam's house. Do you, you didn't know it exists. You didn't know those areas exist. Now some people come in and then they feel, I'm going to go use determination and build that life for myself. Those are the most evil. God is doing something. He's building a life. Most of you that I know in the nation, you don't go to bed hungry. It doesn't matter if it's your food or not. But you feast in your family houses. Look at what you're wearing. And that is just little. That's just me as an apostle sent here to just tell you, just show you little possibility. Now, you begin to expand because you are the third day church. There will be an expansion. And how did that happen? The sacrifice of all. I've lived 16 years without keeping anything. I said, we shared everything. Please don't compare me to any pastor. We're not on the same level. That doesn't mean I'm better. I'm just saying we're different. That is just little of God showing us possibility. What happens if four, five hundred of us or more or less, whatever, if we now say, now I understand nation consecration. I understand patriotism. I understand now you will not allow any pastor to be rebellious against this because you know once they are very, very enough they are going to destroy everything if they were that good and perfect God would have given the nation to them but if we all come together as one strong, strengthened with might and we say you see the direction what Peter is saying what Peter is saying what we're, that's where we're all going if we're all in depth we're all in depth if we're all blessed we're all blessed that is So it is not the showing. There's no nation without financial wealth. If we don't have financial wealth, we're not a nation. Every nation has their own economy. So in our own nation, we look up to Jesus. It speaks to leadership. We all receive those words. This month is the creation again of the four heads. I know what God showed me. That's why I started peering people. So, I want to close this service tonight, but the core of this is consecration. I didn't say you go and say, oh God, forgive me my sin. That's, that's not what I'm saying, please. Of course, you should ask for that. Now enter into a higher dimension. And say, I'm already consecrated. Be filled with the Spirit again. Like the wine, you know you can be filled with one glass. Then the other day, you drink more. Be filled with more consecration. Be filled with more mind of God. Ask Him, Lord, in this nation family that you've come into, show me more of my own path, of my own path. What role do I play here? I don't want to be a circus lion. You know, Pastor Lucy was saying, discussing with me the other day about how I need to go. Of course, that's... But it's just, you have one city and you have all the generals in one city. So she was saying that Pastor Sam and Co cannot do their madness. Because, and I know because I'm still here. If Satan wants to attack, and I know who to come for. It's just pity. 
So if one of you do wrong, they just, all they just need is to paste my picture next to it. Imagine someone doing something from their whole church and not doing even wrong from their whole church and I end up is is so 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 the way, but it's my picture. <laughs> I get it. It's all good. And I and I, I honestly don't mind. I'm like, was I in the old church? Did I what ow like <laughs> but Satan knows he knows a face that he hates is me and I get it but when the doors of nation break open and he doesn't even know where to find me because I can preach in Guinea now I'm preaching Kuala Lumpur and you are in a city you need to so I've taken this city but you need to now show me what is the next level of taking Define from wherever I am. Define taken to me. Tell me taken. And let me look and say, ah, that's taken. Wow. There's an, every one of you, I don't care how in quote irrelevant you are in Spark Nation right now. Many people don't know you. You're just quiet. You are a chosen people. Pity don't need to know you. You just need to be patriotic enough to pick your call and call your mobilizers and say, how are we doing on our target? Souls and seed. What, what's going on? That's a patriotic citizen. That's a citizen that knows that if this thing becomes a UK, it becomes a nation, I'm good. People will want to marry you because you are in the nation. People marry British citizens not because they care about British or English. Or if you eat mashed potato, they don't think, oh, I like mashed potato. No, they want to be part of that nation. Because the nation is patriotic, I mean, it's prosperous, isn't it? You won't wake up and say, I, have you got a Ghanaian passport? Okay. Because they didn't build. Everybody was built, busy building their individual. And, and in case this looks far-fetched, the apostles, the Bible says, and there was no lack among them. Because everybody considered all that they had as the same. There was no lack. But if we see a pastor today, we just see an Osla trying to build his own life out of poverty. No way. We can't. I didn't come from poverty. I'm sorry. So I cannot be trying to escape poverty. I know that's why God chose me for this. I didn't, I didn't see poverty until I came here. When we heard it in the news, that's living in Africa. We heard it. We saw some neighbors that didn't have, but it didn't mean anything to us. We didn't understand it. But here I saw it. I saw crime. I saw poverty. Here I see an Oyibo boy saying, I go to bed hungry. White man. How? So I understand our community. We were not built to build communities. We were built to build individuals. But see what happens to us afterwards. We now run to countries, nations that built their tax system. UK wants to tell you about giving. MP is telling you about giving. Boy, it takes your tax. It's paid. It's paid by your heavy taxation. The heavier your taxes, the more the MP is paid. And it has the God to talk against seed. Do you live in a country like this without seeding every minute? If you breathe, you pay for it. If you buy a car, you pay for it to be on a road that you already paid to build. You, you remember that your tax money built the road. Then you still pay road tax. Everything. But that's fine. That's how their system works. 
But God always builds an alternative nation. What's the prayer tonight? The Spirit of God, show me my consecration. Help me. Help me. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Breathe on me, Holy Spirit. Already some of you are walking in that consecration already. I just seem to know that there are some people that are just birth, so to speak, or born for PT. I just know. I know. And they know. And I don't need to sit there and say, do you know you're born for PT? It won't make sense. It's silly. But there's no pity because I don't want to build houses, you know. It doesn't interest me. Mansions don't interest me. Big cars don't interest me. Now, I have the right to tell you that because I've seen it all. I mean, I've seen it. And I've tasted it and I realized that it just doesn't interest me. It doesn't mean, it doesn't, it doesn't inspire me. It doesn't help me. It doesn't make me happy. You know what makes me happy? People. Seeing a guy come into the house as nothing and becoming something. Seeing how many millionaires God has helped me to build. That interests me. And how many pastors, most important, that, 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 that helps. That, that is my life. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? That's my life. That's what gives me the vision. That's my, if you think I'm proud, that's why. Yeah, if you see that pastor, big guy is just so, I would have liked it. It's just arrogant. He can come on grammar and just say, because I've seen lives. Cars, I've seen cars. They, they are boring to me. Rolls Royce, Bentley, I've seen everything. I was just, just telling me, oh, have you, um, there's Bentley Continental, it drives nice. I said, years ago, years ago, years ago. Years ago. I won't even use it as a market car. I'm sorry. I won't step in that thing. It's hard. It's like the bombs. I can't do it. It's not good for my bone. You know, for unbelievers, that's the submission of their life. You see, there are big houses with pools, but there are no people there. Then you wonder, how do you do this? You go from the living room. And I'm not against it. I'm just saying it cannot define. But I see a love house. And when I watch it, I see people there. <laughs> that is God's mansion. That is beauty. You understand? I see an elite house. What's the house called? Faith house now? House of family. Then you see the nice, nice. Then you see people. I still saw Beverly. She's elite, right? I think that's my favorite preacher right now. I think I'll be watching her more than Pastor Nikki. I think she was telling me, uh, telling us about losing her job, right? And now, how do you prophesy someone losing their job? That's not the prophecy I said you should be doing. So once she started saying Pastor Nikki was prophesying, I thought, oh, come on. She needs to suck. Come on. This is not the. So you've got to go prophesy into millions now. So. And I see all of you. For me, that's the life. That's the mansion. When I see you preaching like that, when I see you being servant of God like that, it feels like living in the $100 billion estate that people put on Instagram and say, this actor just bought this. Because I already know the... Uh, no, not actor, let me know. Footballer just bought this. I already know he's miserable. Because he was just trolling his bedroom for time, then coming to the living room, then sitting in the cinema as he is. He cannot invite people into that house because he knows they will betray him. <laughs> he is in a cage. So I'm just thinking, okay, so you built a huge cage for yourself. His own family, he knows they will betray him if they know where he lives. 
So imagine being in your own cinema by yourself. <laughs> it's a beautiful, huge cinema. By himself, is there. But you know, in the COD house, if you have a cinema room, you already know what it is. It's going to be like 50 people in that cinema room. And then there will be a mattress somewhere along the line. Then there will be kitchen in that same cinema. The bigger your house gets, the more people come in. May the blessing of this rest on you. Don't lose this thing for nothing. On that other side, it's not beautiful. It looks great. There's a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is death. Ask God to strengthen your consecration. You know, people tap out of this because they just think, oh, all these things. And then they get to that other side and realize there's no life here. But in this life, there will be beauty. There will be riches more than you can ever handle. There will be money. There will be peace. There will be joy. There will be everything more than you can ever dream of. You will not lack anything. The apostolic church did not lack anything. There was no lack among them. There was no lack. There was no wanting of anything. You will not lack anything. Lift up your voice and say, let me see you forever, Lord. I will pursue. And all I need is you. Everyone tonight, in the name of Jesus, this is a holy nation, a royal priesthood. We will take nation. This is your purpose. This is your destiny. Lift up your hands and pray.